Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and your future planning started yesterday. You need simple, easy strategies to create maximum results. This is The Scotty Show. Time to get your ducks in a row with Scott Leonardi, owner and president of Complete Solutions, Inc. As a certified financial fiduciary with 25 years in the planning industry, Scott helps educate you on how you can make the best decisions for your family and your finances and helps you get your ducks in a row for your incredible future. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to The Scotty Show with Scott Leonardi. Scott, what is going on today? Hey, buddy. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. I know, I know. You just got back from Mexico. Had an awesome, wonderful time down there, I hear. So yes. that's good news. It's good to get away. Enjoy some time with your family, right? Absolutely. It was it was so nice. And uh, it's always nice coming home, but it wouldn't be too bad if that was home, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of sunshine. I know you're down in Mexico. I think you told me in Mexico, right? So yep. you got to spend some uh, time down there with your daughter and your wife and some friends and yeah. uh, twinkle your toes in the sand. That's exciting. I, I always tell people, plan those times with your family because mm-hmm. you know what? We don't know. We just don't know how long we have on this earth. And uh, when the time's up, the time's up, right? When they, you cash that last check, it's over, right? That's so it. Uh, spend some time with your family. So that's yeah. exciting. I'm glad you had a great time. Thanks, man. That kind of leads us into the conversation today. You know, uh, you know, how do you talk to your parents about finances? How, you know, how do you have those mm. conversations? And should you? Should you have those conversations? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I would say yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah you, you surely should. Yeah, a lot of times people, um, you know, they kind of meander through life and, and they just kind of wonder, you know, should they bring this up with their you know, should they talk about finances with their family? And sometimes families are very open and, and their parents want the kids to know stuff. And other times, man, <laughs> clients, they don't want their kids to know one thing until the Lord comes and gets them, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and either way, sometimes that causes problems, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It tends to, cause, tends to cause some problems. So so the key is how to talk to your parents about finances. How do you get into those conversations? Uh, and, and when should you? You know, that's Kind of the key, right? So, you know, the first thing is thinking about, you know, when should I have those conversations? When should conversations actually start? And unfortunately, a lot of times, you know, conversations start about finances with your parents when you have a problem, mm-hmm. when there's an issue. You know, somebody's having a mental situation. There's an Alzheimer's, there's a dementia, something's going on. There's a financial problem. Somebody's have a terrible hospital stay. Uh, they're considering a nursing home. And that's when those conversations tend to start. Well, of course, that's a problem, right? That's kind of too late. Yeah, it's not necessarily. Yeah, it's too late, but also it's it's, it's emotions are high. Everything's tense. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it causes an issue trying to discuss and have a rational conversation about finances. So I always tell tell people, listen, when should the conversation start? Well, the most successful conversations you're going to have with your parents and or grand even grandparents is when everybody's relaxed and emotions aren't running high. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the best time to start the conversations, right? Um, because usually conversations about finances and planning, you don't sit down and, and spend nine hours <laughs> planning everything out. It just doesn't happen that way, right? Yeah. I hope you got to get a little little piece at a time and and, and kind of kind of plan that over over a process. Um, it, it's just kind of important. Uh, and a couple things about that specifically too is don't give up. You know, sometimes you bring mm-hmm. up your finances with parents or grandparents, and you know it's it it, it just doesn't start. It, it, you know, the parents are kind of maybe a little reluctant, and and then the kids the kids give up. Well, I'll wait till something happens, and we'll talk about it. No, don't give up. Keep having those conversations. So it's kind of an important thing of when to start those conversations. Well, start them today. Start them now. Right. Yeah. One of the conversations, uh, one of the podcasts we've done in the past was about Medicare. Right. Medicare planning and. 
you brought up a great point about, you know, hey, should you ask your parents about their health care planning? Mm-hmm. Are those some discussions you should have? And I said, absolutely. It's crucially important uh, to have some of those conversations, right? Um, and one of the other points I also mentioned, too, when you're having conversations with your parents about finances, you got to think about this. A, do you have any siblings? And where do you kind of set in the pecking order? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. All kids are following the pecking order. Either you're the kid who the parents trust implicitly and you're the one they take advice from, or you're not. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you see, yeah. you got to think through this, right? So maybe the child that uh, the parents trust the most, maybe they're not having these conversations. Mm. So you feel to yourself, listen, maybe I should have some of these conversations with the parents. So you know, talk to your siblings. And say, hey, listen, maybe we should have these conversations with our parents and uh, and, and kind of talk that through, you know, because I think that's kind of an kind of an important thing. If you're not that, you know, golden-haired child, and you start having conversations that might be rough, they might say, hey, listen, I'm going to talk to your brother Junior because mm-hmm. he's the one that handles all this stuff. So I think having those conversations, um, you know, are, are are kind of important. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this because l- l- let's say the fair-haired child is having these conversations. Um, how much should the other children push to be involved in just understanding or knowing what's going on? Because I, I could see a lot of tension there, a lot of concern there. Yes, maybe Junior is the one that's having conversations directly with the parents, but I would assume that the other siblings should be filled in at least enough to know that there are plans in place, things like that. Not They don't need to know the ins and outs and everything, but I could see a lot of strife and turmoil you know, if something were to happen and then all of a sudden juniors, you know, making these decisions or, or whatever, what do you think? Eric, you're absolutely correct. I mean, 26 years in this business and you are 100% correct. So whether you're the fair haired child, right, and parents listen to you mm-hmm. uh, or you're not, you've got to have conversations with your other siblings just so there's conversations about the topics and, and keeping them informed. And again, if you're the one that the parents really trust and you're giving them a lot of advice, it, it's to your benefit to include your other siblings in in some of these conversations well at least know, knowing what's going on mm-hmm. because if they don't know what's going on they have a lot of mistrust and, absolutely you know you know two parts to this number one you want your parents to live comfortable and have a wonderful retirement and be taken care of of course that's 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 kind of a given well <laughs> I, it should be a given right it mm-hmm. should be a given mm-hmm. right um, but the other end is is finances I mean money money changes people money's very tough it, it creates a lot of animosity and issues. Um, and not even from the issues of causing problems with, hey, I'm not getting my share. I mean, let's face it. We work very hard in life. Your parents worked hard. Your parents might have got money from your grandparents who worked incredibly hard to build up an estate. And, and that stuff should continue to flow to the family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, just talking about those conversations are absolutely cr- crucial. Communication is truly the key. But starting the communication kind of is it. And that's so, kind of key. Yeah. So how do you start it? Well, you know, I, I, I've got about ten little points I want to throw out there today. Ten points. You know, conversation starters. You know, how do you start the conversation? How do you go through the process? Right. And of course, out of these ten, maybe two or three or four will work great for you, and maybe some of them won't. But at least it gives you a few to you know take some notes on. Um, so drop. Take a piece of pencil and paper and take some notes if you're out there listening to this because this is important. You know, the first way is, you know, is a direct approach. You know, use a direct approach. You know, if you have have a good relationship with your parents, 
and uh, you know throughout your life uh, you know you've had a kind of an open talk you know conversation about money and and, and finances and things like that well there's no re- there's really no need to beat around the bush right mm-hmm. I mean just come out and say hey listen I'd love to talk to you about you know your finances and, and kind of help you know kind of just dip, talk through the process of hey making sure that you know it gives you the peace of mind and it kind of really helps the parents kind of get their ducks in a row so sometimes you just don't have to beat around the bush mm-hmm. right uh, and again, again, the key is understanding you don't need to learn everything at once. You know, it's about a process, a conversation, right? And stepping through the process. So sometimes people think they need to beat around the bush and they really truly don't, right? And so again, a direct approach in a lot of cases kind of work very, very well, right? Number two is, uh, listen, don't make the conversation about money, right? All right. I mean, money, money sometimes get us, gets us worried and excited and intense and that kind of stuff. Don't make it about money. You know, if money is kind of a, a taboo topic with your parents, you know, make it about their situation. You know, big picture topics. You know, mom, dad, hey, tell me a little bit about your retirement. What would you like to do in retirement? You know, what kind of what kind of things have you never done before that you'd like to do? You know, what else do you want to accomplish in life? Because a lot of times those big picture topics tend to start generating some conversation, right? I mean, if your parents say, well, you know, I'd love to go out. To, you know, I'd like to do a lot more traveling, but you know, we just can't. Well, why can't you, Mom? Why can't you, Dad? Mm-hmm. A lot of times that will bring up topics about maybe finances, you know, maybe health issues, that kind of stuff. So again, not making it about money. Gotcha. You know, what's going to happen with your cash? What's going to happen with your estate when you die? Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a tough way, tough way to start a conversation, right? So make yeah. it about the big picture stuff. You know, that just tends to help. You know, very much. You know, I read an article not too long ago that I thought was kind of kind of cool. You know, a good conversation starter. Um, you know, send an invitation to your parents about talking about money. Mm-hmm. Send an invitation, right? Now that kind of kind of sounds kind of strange. What do you mean sending sending yeah, an invitation? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, it's old school, right? I mean, send an invitation to them, a written invitation, um, and say, "Hey, listen, I'd like to just talk about uh, you know talk about some finances. You know, I, I, I'm sending this, you know, kind of out of a conversation of love. You know, you you want to help make sure that they." You know they got their things set up properly, and you want to be sure that you they reach all the goals and and, and they go fo- forward in retirement and have success. And, and you want to be sure their wishes are kind of a number one. Their wishes are taken care of. So hmm. I thought that was kind of neat. Send a conversation starter because here's a key. Sometimes kids will approach a parent and say, "Hey, listen, I want to talk to you about your your bank account or your your your, your money or your finances," and and the parents are caught off guard, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes when you're caught off guard. You know, that causes a tense situation. You know, if you send an invitation to talk about this stuff, and it doesn't have to be some big, huge formal invitation, but just a little note, now the parents have some time to think through that process and see how they want to respond to some of your questions. So that, that was hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, that's send interesting. Send an invitation to kind of have a conversation about that. So I thought that was kind of kind of an interesting topic. I've never thought about that before until I, you know, until I read this article, and I thought that was kind of neat, right? Hopefully that should open up the conversation, you know, about you know, finances with your parents. You know, let me ask you, Lou, have you had some conversations with your parents? I'm not to put you on the spot, but have you had talked to your parents about finances and gotten into any of those discussions? I have. Yeah, absolutely. Because oh, awesome. Oh. You know, both my parents are still alive and it's, it's imperative that I know, uh, and it's kind of along the lines of what you were talking about before with final wishes, you know, where my dad has uh, chosen to be buried in a, a cemetery close by that's has uh, military veterans, right? So those are the kinds of things that I wanted to make sure that he was honored 
in that process. And, and that, of course, opened the door to how is that being taken care of? How are those, you know, have you created a plan yet? Uh, financially, is it taken care of yet? You know, all those little questions that they want to share that he said, we're going to take a drive. We're going to go check out where I'm going to, you know, spend the rest of eternity. <laughs> all right, yeah, let's go. Yeah. You know, so See, that's it a made it really example. easy. Yeah, that's a perfect example, making the conversation not about money. Mm -hmm. It's about their wishes, about what they, how they see the process, you know, how they see their end of life occurring. It's about the process, not about the money. Yeah. yeah that's excellent. I, I figured hopefully you've had some conversations. I mean, obviously, you, you do podcasts with people and finance. <laughs> you hear all this financial st conversations and this education all the time. Hopefully, you grab some of it, right? I'm learning a lot, Scott. I mean, <laughs> Maybe not from me, but you got it from somebody, <laughs> right? <laughs> you got it from somebody. Yeah. So that's perfect. That's, that, that's great. You know, here's another great conversation starter number four. You know, you know ask for advice. There it is. You know, you know yep. some parents might be reluctant to, you know, to have conversations with you about their specific money. But, you know, reverse those roles. You know, mm -hmm. Ask them, listen, I'm going through some things. I'm trying to get my finances together. I'm thinking about some process of seeing some of the things I've done. You know, you, mom and dad, you guys have been very successful. But, you know, let me ask you, you know, how have you saved for retirement? What has worked for you? Absolutely. You know, do I need a will? Do I have, you know, what kind of financial documents do I need? That's a great conversation because, you know, what? if you ask what kind of financial documents do I need, and they don't know, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, they don't have their documents together, yeah. right? Yeah. So getting some advice works, you know, works awesome. I you will know, say, Scott, on, on that one, that is that is one of the most effective. I, I don't know what the rest of your list is, but I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say that's probably one of the most effective ones I've heard. I actually counseled one of my friends that in his family, money was taboo, just like you were talking about. It was not something yeah. they discussed. His parents were much older, you know, and they, they lived with parents that went through the Great Depression and, and so on and so forth. Money was just not a subject that anybody wanted to talk about. But here's the thing, is that parents still want to be able to teach. Parents still want, especially older parents, they still want to be seen as needed and effective and that, that you need their advice. So I, I told my buddy, ask, you know, Tell them that you've you know got your 401k and you're trying to figure things out and, and tell them about you know you're looking at long-term care insurance uh, because we're just not sure what we're going to do about that you know everything's changing these days and then breach it or you know build that bridge with how did you guys handle that right and exactly boom right. even if money's taboo they're like oh I get to be I, you know I'm, I'm I've got value right now I get to teach my son something again or I get to teach my daughter something again and it just turned on the light for him and they had a long conversation and he, he they both walked away from that feeling great dad helped his son and son got what he needed out of the conversation to know what he could help him with a little bit of manipulation yeah. but that's okay yeah. but it's okay because it's a manipulation that helps the betterment of the situation right asking for a right of advice is crucial because you know we go through life <laughs> It's kind of funny, you know. I got five kids, and my youngest is ten. She asks me all the time what I think, mm -hmm. and my my thirty year old he, he hardly ever asks me what I think, right? <laughs> well, he does a little bit because yep. he does a little bit because he works for me, right? Mm -hmm. But most of the other kids, you know, they're adults. You know, they know everything. They're off and running, right? Yep. You know, I always tell I always tell my kids, listen, listen, get, move out of the house right now. Why you know everything? Go, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know it. Move it out right now. while you know it all? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. guess what? You're gonna realize very quickly you don't know it all. That's it. So I think parents really appreciate the fact. You come back and actually ask them for advice. Mm -hmm. It works very effective, and, and, and we have to realize something. You know, it, it's it's crazy in today's society how much money out there is lost. Yes. And what I mean is lost. I mean each state in the, each state in the United States ha, has a, has this unclaimed funds department, 
right, unclaimed mm-hmm. funds. And there's multi-million dollars in every single state. And what that means is, you know, mom and dad had this, you know, f- you know, they had this $18,000 account with Prudential, and, you know, they, they just kept, kept getting statements and never did nothing about it, never told anybody about it whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, maybe they moved, they stopped getting statements, but they still got this 18000 bucks of Prudential. Well, they pass away, nobody knows about it. And that $18,000, guess what stays with Prudential? Well, after so many years, you know, so much of a period of time, then if the insurance company doesn't hear back from, you know, the, the person who owns the account, they have to turn that over to the estate, to, you know, mm-hmm. to the estate, whatever state they live in. So this ends up in the unclaimed funds division. And it's multi-million dollars. And this money should be going to the family, but it doesn't because nobody's claimed it, yeah. right? Well, how does nobody claim it? I mean, do you have 18000 sitting around that nobody claimed, Eric? Oh no! I'd love to, no. no I neither I, do I. No, I know where no, my. If no. I had eighteen thousand, I know exactly where that exactly. Is at. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? But the problem is if if you don't find out some of that stuff, it ends up an unclaimed. I mean, multi millions, and it's sad as heck. Multi million dollars mm-hmm. sitting with the state. So having these conversations is crucially, crucially important. Asking for advice is important. And here's the key too: if you ask for advice, you know, you mentioned law, asking about long term care, and maybe the parents don't know much about it, or or if you ask, you know, about life insurance, you know, mom and dad, you know, what do you think about life insurance, mm-hmm. and how much life insurance should I own? You know, you know, what kind of life insurance have you used over the past? Exactly. And maybe if they don't know. The great approach to say, well, you listen, Dad, you know what? Yeah, okay, great. I appreciate your advice there. I'm going to talk to somebody because I'm going to talk to a financial planner maybe ask about those questions. Now, when he gives me some ideas, Dad, I want to run that by you and see mm-hmm. what you think about what he tells me. And your dad is going to say, yeah, okay, that'd be great. That'd be great. So guess what? You get a conversation that occurs that now leads into their situation. So I think that asking for the advice number four is, I think, a huge, huge, wonderful way to start those conversations. And for um, those listening, I'm going to say this as well. Kind of echoing what Scott just said, you can also say, hey, dad or mom, would you go with me? Would you go with me to talk uh, to this advisor? Because, you know, I, I, I'm i looking at working with them. I want, I want your opinion. And boom, all of a absolutely. sudden you and your parents are in Scott's office, right? And it's, absolutely, you know, absolutely. the conversation can be grown from there. I agree. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a big believer in kids need to get involved with their parents. As a matter of fact, yes. just today, just today, I had a conversation with with a lady, a wonderful lady, has a very large estate. She's she's single. Her husband passed away, and her and one of her other advisors told her to, you know, she needs to be looking at long term care. So we started talking about long term care concepts and money and all that kind of good stuff. And she wasn't really sure. She knew she needed to do something. She wasn't really sure which way she wanted to go. I said, listen, we need to get involved. Now she doesn't have any kids, um, but she has somebody in the family in her husband family that she's pretty close with. I said, listen, let's let's schedule a time to have that person come in with you. And we can have a conversation because that's your family. And let's talk through some of this stuff and let your family help you make this decision. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want her to take this information home to her family to make a decision because they don't even know what the information even means. Yeah. But if I can get them to come into the office now, I can help her make a decision with her family member. So I, I love it when parents bring their kids in. I love mm-hmm. it when they they interact with their family. Now again, I have to disseminate very quickly. <laughs> it does this person that's advising her does they have do they have a half a brain? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because sometimes kids kids come in and think, listen, Scott, you're trying to take her money. I don't want her to buy nothing. You're trying to take her money. Mm-hmm. And so some people, unfortunately, some kids, I have to help them understand. Listen, you know, I'm trying to protect your inheritance, kid. Yeah. I'm not trying to spend the inheritance. And sometimes I have to do that too, which which happens. But Again, getting the kids involved with that advice is crucially important. So here's conversation starter number five. How about you use a story? 
You know, stories are great great ways to start conversations with your parents hmm. about finances, right? You could tell them, "Hey, listen, you know, you know, I, I have a friend whose father passed away, and and they didn't have a will, and they're and they're going through some tough situations yeah. about trying to figure out what's what." I mean, uh, you know, so that's kind of I, I've really found out that's kind of important. They're going through probate; they're having an issue. It's kind of tough, you know. Let me ask you a question, mom and dad. You know, do you guys have a current will? I mean, mm-hmm. am I going to have to be faced with that in the future? Right? I mean, telling a story is, is, is a, an important situation. I mean, everybody out there probably knows somebody who knows somebody who is experiencing a nursing home stay, mm-hmm. you know, an extended care stay, you know, a rehab stay in a facility, right? That's an easy conversation to kind of bring up. You know, you know, one of, you know, one of, one of my coworkers at work, their parents went in the nursing home whether it's temporary or long-term, and man, it's causing a lot of financial situations, a lot of emotional situations. You know, do you guys know much about that, mom and dad? How, how do you plan for that? How do you protect yourself against that? Again, using stories is a great way to, again, you know, start a conversation you know, with your parents about those crucially important topics. Yeah. I mean, right? Everybody knows somebody who's experienced a long-term care stay or what have you, right? Or even a death, a death. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you have a situation where somebody in the family, you know, your aunt's, you know, passed, you know, their, her husband passed away, your uncle passed away, and now the aunt's dealing with, you know, how does she pay her bills? How does she take care of everything? You know, what kind of income did she lose when that stuff happened? You know, mm-hmm. that again, that generates uh, conversation stories. People like to talk about stuff, so stories. That's a great one too. Here's another one, you know, conversation starter number six, you know, talk about your own financial planning experiences. Talk about your own, you know, what you've done. Mm-hmm. Now, now here's a caveat to that. You have to have done some financial planning yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. That's right. you know, are your ducks in a row? Or at least are your ducks starting to get in a row, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So again, a little, little emphasis back to you, uh, you know, and your parents know. Your parents are smart. Mm-hmm. You can't start talking about wonderful financial planning and say, oh, I've done all that planning. And when you haven't done it, they're going to see right through that. So do you have your basic estate planning documents, right? There's four basic estate planning documents that everybody needs. Everybody needs. You, know, you need your will. Your will determines where your stuff goes when you pass away. You need your living will. That determines if you become brain dead and you can't you, know, you can't make any decisions for yourself. Two people, you know, two medical practitioners say, "Hey, listen, this person's not coming back." You know, do we unplug you or keep you plugged in forever? I mean, that's an important document. Mm-hmm. Do you have it in place? You know, do you have a financial power of attorney for for healthcare matters? Right, and you can be perfectly healthy, but be in an accident, and somebody's got to make a healthcare decision for you. Do you have that document? Right, you know, your financial power of attorney. Who can sign an insurance document for you? A financial power of attorney, right? So those are basic documents that you need. So it's hard to talk to your parents about having the basic planning documents if you don't have those. But you know what? You go out and get those things done. And if you have a you know you have an issue of trying to figure out where to do that or how to do that cost effectively, call me. Visit my website, duckduckplan.com. I can show you a wonderful service that can provide all those documents to you at a very incredibly reasonably price, right? You can get those documents done. But once you get those documents done, now it's easy to go back to your parents and say, Mom, Dad, listen, I just got my documents together. You know, my you know, my will, my living will, my power of attorney for financial matters, and my power of attorney for health care. I'm so excited I got that taken care of. You know, when was the last time you guys updated those documents? Mm. It's a great conversation starter because, again, 70% of Americans today don't have 
current documents, right? They put them off, and you know that just that just happens. So getting your kind of ducks in a row is kind of important. Yeah, and you mentioned earlier saving for your 401k and what should you do with your 401k? Asking your parents that stuff, you know. So if you've done some stuff yourself, it's a lot easier to have a conversation with your parents because you've got your own financial, you know, your financial well with all together, right? Mm-hmm. Or getting your what? Ducks your in a row. Ducks in a row. That's right. <laughs> kind of my board. Kind of born, right? That's right. <laughs> so. We got a couple good. We got about six good starters there, right? I mean, with that, those alone, you should be able to have a good conversation with your parents about finances. But wait, there's more. There's more. That's right. Yeah. So conversation starter number seven. How about use a life event? Right. You can use a life event. You know, unfortunately, grandma passed away. Right. And, and you know, grandpa's left. You know, how's grandpa going to survive? Okay. I mean, what happens to his finances? Right? Using a life event. Again, getting back to that nursing home situation, one of them, you know, one of the family members, your aunt or uncle, went into a nursing home. You know, so using that as a life event kind of can be pretty important. Or even using that as a story, you can use a couple of these together. You know, one of the, one of your you know, your people from work, one of your friends from work, their dad went into the nursing home, and mm-hmm. you can use that kind of story as, a, as kind of a life event. I think that's you know kind of a very important issue. So using a life event. Yep. Um, lots of different life events that can cause a conversation, right? Conversation starter number seven. How about using a current event? Are there any current events today, Eric, that could cause some discussions about finances? Huh. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, COVID. Something about COVID. Yeah, something about COVID. Yeah. Uh, the government government budgets, mm-hmm. spending, uh, <clears throat> health care, tax reform. Uh, yeah. you know, the list goes on and on and on and on and on, right? That's it. So, listen, how about having a conversation with, you know, about with your parents about current events? You know, hey, yeah, mom and dad, hey, listen, there's a lot of tax changes occurring, I'm hearing, in, in, at the end of 2025. You know, what do you know about that? How, how, how do you think that affects you? Have you done any planning, you know, when it comes to that? You know, big, big swings in the stock market. You know, mom and dad, what have you done to protect your estate you know, against these big swings in the stock market? I'm a little worried. I want to make sure I'm doing what I need to do to have, have those – you know, things taken care of. And then, of course, if you have a conversation, your parents talk about, oh, yeah, worried about the stock market, worried, worried about that kind of stuff. So, again, it kind of leads into that conversation. You know, health care reform, things like mm-hmm. that. You know, that kind of leads into those conversations. So, current events. Now, again, you got to be cautious with current events because, you know, you don't want to go down a, a, a political conversation mm-hmm. with your parents. I mean, sometimes you agree with your parents' political views and sometimes you don't, right? So obviously, if you don't agree with your parents' political views, probably want to kind of avoid that. You know, conversation starter number eight. You want maybe want to avoid that one, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But that can kind of generate, you know, conversations that, you know, kind of make some sense, right? Yeah. I mean, when your parents are when you're having these conversations, you know, what's effective when you're talking to your parents? You know, if you're thinking about all money, not very effective, right? Mm-hmm. If you're helping your parents understand that you're trying to help protect them. And help their wishes, you know, come to fruition. Uh, that creates a wonderful conversation. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So conversation started number nine, right? You know, what if scenarios? Talk about what if scenarios. You know, are people actually prepared for emergencies? You know, what if you had a situation mm-hmm. where you went in the hospital and then you needed you 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 left the hospital and you needed more care? You know, here's a deal. You know, when I talk about long term care planning with people. It's easy to say, well, you know, if it happens in the future, or you know, if it happens, I'll plan in the future. No, no, you have to take out if it happens in the future out of the equation. You know, if it happened yesterday, 
you know, you went in the hospital yesterday, you got discharged from the hospital, and now you're, you need care. You need to go to a facility. That's today. It's happening today. Mm. What would you do? You know, kind of how would that work? What if scenarios are also sometimes a little emotional, sometimes a little harder? You know, what if one of you had a stroke and you, had to, you needed care mm-hmm. and you, you couldn't stay at home? You had to use a facility. What would we do? What's the best way for me to help, you know, you guys work through that? Yeah. Again, hopefully your parents have thought about that and done some planning, but that generates some very good conversations. Um, you know, what if that kind of stuff ha- happens? You know, you know the what if scenario is too. What if you got sick? Yeah, and, and who would make a healthcare decision for you? So, mom, if you got sick and dad couldn't make that healthcare decision for you, which one of us kids would you want making those decisions for you? Mm-hmm. Again, it leads you back into those basic estate planning documents, right? Yeah. Kind of, kind of important stuff. Kind of important stuff. The conversation is getting a little tough, a little low. <laughs> you know, but again, why are we having these conversations? You know, we want to protect mom and dad's money. We yeah. want to keep them happy. Want that? We want them living a wonderful retirement life. Mm-hmm. And we want to plan so when these things happen, we can work through them easier. So it's less emotion, less stress, less anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. And we always, we all want to have that in life, right? So, how about conversation starter number 10, and we'll kind of end with this one here, but, you know, how about offer offer to lighten their load, right? Offer to lighten their load, right? So, you can you can start by having by suggesting that you help them set up automatic bill pay, right? Oh, I mean, okay. don't say, hey, mom and dad, listen, I want to take over your finances. Give me your checkbook because you can't handle writing a check anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not going to take that very well, right? But say, listen, a lot of wonderful technologies occurred, mom and dad, with you know automatic bill pay and online bank accounts and things like that. Listen, I'd like to help you maybe set up some automatic bill pays. That'll help you not have to worry about some of these things. Would that be beneficial to you, mom and dad? Yeah, it's a great way great. to kind of lead it, lead into that conversation. Some parents are very, uh, very much into technology and, and, and into online. Maybe they have an online account set up with their investments or their bank account, but good chance they don't. How about mm-hmm. offering to help them set up some online um, online access points, right? I think that's kind of helpful to you know get it get it get into that kind of situation. Here's another thing too: <laughs> offer to help them to do something that's uh, not very fun to do and usually one of the dreaded things. How about tax preparation? Mm. <laughs> you know, help them to offer to help them you know get their tax documents together. Yeah. Again, that offer to help might kind of lead you into that conversation to. You know, to get them to talk about, you know, some of those financial avenues. Ten good points, right? You ought to be able to pull one or two of those and, and get a little good advice, right? Absolutely. You, your thoughts? I got two bonuses. You ready? I love bonuses. Yeah, so here's here, here's one of them. Who doesn't have to use passwords these days? Oh, my goodness Passwords gracious. for everything. You know, so helping mom and dad to organize, make sure they have passwords, put places where they they know where they're at, and also you know where they're at. Right, because that's that's something that they're going to want to make sure that hey, if 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 something does happen, we need you to have access to these things. Here's a password for A, B, and C. You know, for these different things. My mom writes them all down in a book. She keeps them in the desk. She updates it when necessary, and we know exactly where that little book is. Um, she's not concerned about somebody breaking in and taking that little tiny book and you know doing all that. But she's concerned about not either remembering or us not knowing where things are so we can help get things done. So that, that's one you thing know, to talk about. Oh, my goodness gracious. That, that's phenomenal. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I, t- I actually teach identity theft classes. Oh, there you and go. so many times, so many times we talk about passwords, you know. And you, you know, it's amazing, statistically, how many people use password 
as their password. <laughs> it's statistically oh, amazing. I'm you so know, happy you're my parents crazy. don't. <laughs> oh, it, it's amazing. All this identity theft, crazy stuff you hear, you still have a huge amount of people that yeah. use password as their passwords. That's a great uh, concept, helping them understand and write down their passwords. So you said I had two bonuses. That was bonus number one, and that was a big one. I, I love that. Yeah. What's bonus number two? This one's a little bit more specific, but uh, you know, I don't know how much you've dealt with this in the past, Scott, but I'm sure that you, you have resources. Um, if your parent or one of your parents is a veteran with any type of of disability, meaning, and, and I'm not talking about like a, they're disabled, but by the general term of disability, they're usually it's by some sort of percentage if they're a vet. There's a lot involved in that. And just asking them those questions, how, how is that going? Like my dad, he's got some disability because of his ears. So he's got hearing loss from his time in the Air Force. So I know the percentage that he's disabled and what that means financially for him at each step of the way. So just having that conversation, you know, how's the VA treating you? That's a great opener, right? How's the VA treating you when you when you're going in there? Um, that's not talking about money, but you're going to get to it. You better believe it. I love that. That's perfect. You know, a lot of lot of times in situations today, veterans, uh, some of them know their benefits and, and what they have access to, mm-hmm. but a lot of them do not. And, and sometimes there's benefits that you can access and not use the whole system. Yep. Like sometimes people love the veterans hospitals. They want to use them. They want to use them for everything. And sometimes people say, I don't want to ever use that veterans hospital. The heck with it. I don't want to use it. Well, you don't have to use all the benefits. Like, for example, the drug benefit. The veterans drug benefit, if you qualify, is a phenomenal benefit, right? Uh, mm. And again, there's an Good aid point. and attendance benefit that you can qualify for if you have some long-term care issues. The aid and attendance benefit's a yeah. wonderful benefit. So again, the key is tapping into that. So as a, as a child, and if you know your parents you know, were a veteran, or maybe you don't really know the whole deal or when they served, but asking them some questions about that, they would probably love to share with you, mm-hmm. you know, what they did and how they supported the country. And then again, following back the back up with that question about, have you have you checked into the vet, veterans benefits? Which, which mm-hmm. benefits are you tapping into and having that conversation? That is a great, man, that's a great one. That is a great one. Fantastic. So yeah, I appreciate you sharing sharing those two. Man, we're such a great team, aren't we? <laughs> well, Woo! Ten I'm, plus I'm, two. Yeah. Ten plus two. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and this is, I, I mean, this is exactly why you created this show, Scott, is, is you're yeah. educating. I'm getting educated Educating. every time I, I'll come on the show with you. And obviously you're doing this for the audience. So thank you so much for that. Hey, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Two more kind of points, and then we'll kind of wrap up today's show. Sure. The first one is, you know, I got this book called Memories, Memories. It's a reflection of life. And I don't know, it's like six, seven, eight, ten pages. It's a great book. It's a full It's a full eight and a half by 11, uh, you know, size book. Oh, nice. And I'll, I'll be happy to send this out to anybody who requests it. You can go on my website, uh, you know, duckduckplan.com, drop me an email, uh, request this Memories booklet. I'll be happy to send it to you. Call our office, uh, 866-866. Six again, seven nine five one, and, and just request this memories book, and we'll be happy to send this out. What this thing is, it's a great book for planning, for pre-planning, talking about arrangements and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So this is a great book you can give to your parents to start filling out, or you can sit down with them and start having a conversation, right? Using this example, hey, I ran across this. Uh, people are putting their information in this, and it's great, you know, for people to be able to do that. So you can talk about, uh, you know, what kind of planning, you know, funeral services that you'd like to have. You know, some of your basic information that you would need when you pass away. Where are your insurance policies at? You know, who's your automobile insurance with? These are things that you're gonna have to know when you're 
parents pass away or have an issue that you have to kind of take care of. Mm-hmm. You know, you can put your bank accounts in here and your investment accounts in here with your with, with your account numbers. And here, here's one of the keys. If you sit down with your parents and say, listen, I'd like to help you fill this out, start this, but I want you to keep it. You keep this book. You work on this book yourself. Something happens to you, the Lord comes and takes you. I can come back to the house and I know where this book's at and I can make sure. Yeah. I can make sure that all your wishes are fulfilled. That's the key. That's Not awesome. I can make sure all your money is given away. I can make sure all your wishes are fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And you can make notes in here about the military and uh, you know the veterans benefit because you might need to tap into that. Mm-hmm. There's also a great little section here that talks about, you know, mom and dad share with me what's one of your fondest memories. And again, you can make a little note in this book and talk about that. A, nice. it's going to create a wonderful relationship with you and your parents. Plus, plus you can make a little note in here. That's a great thing that maybe you mm-hmm. can use at a service, right? Maybe you can use, well, use a, a memorial service. Uh, you know, a significant accomplishment in life. Dad, tell me what you think is one of your significant co- accomplishments in life. Tell me that's not a great question, right? Mm-hmm. If you can live life, uh, if you can live life over again, what would you do? What would you do differently? It's another question in the book. You know, why would you like to? Uh, what what reasons and what areas would you like to be remembered in? And then there's just some personal information. You could put, you know, birth dates and all that kind of wonderful stuff. And also you can put some notes in here about what kind of service you'd like. You know, what kind of a memorial service would you like? Who would you like to do the service? You know, who would you like to have as a pallbearer? Mm-hmm. I know sometimes some of these questions are things that you don't really want to think about, but some people would really like to pick who their pallbearers are, right? I mean, yeah. that's kind of a cool thing. What kind of music would you like to have? You know, what would you kind of like to do? And again, if your parents don't want to fill some of this out, that's great. You're going to leave them with the book. They can fill this out in the future. But some people would really like to kind of help plan this stuff out. So it's a great little book. And at the end, it talks about kind of a life story. You can make a few other notes and stuff. And this is a great, uh, you know, so when it comes time for memorial service, you got all that stuff in there. So this is a book you can start with your parents. Leave with your parents and say, hey, you keep this, add stuff to this, mom and dad. But just keep this with all your important papers. So again, when the Lord comes and takes you, I got a direction. I got instructions by you of how to be sure I help you fulfill all your wishes and requests. Isn't that wonderful, Mom and That's Dad? That's fantastic, yeah. That's it's great. It's great. It works beautiful. I'd love to send you that book. I'm happy to kind of send that off to you. Just just get on our website, you know, duckduckplan.com, or give us a call here at the office. I'm happy to mail that out to you at no cost. Complimentary to you. So, you know, kind of a last final thought here. Listen, these conversations with your parents, remain calm. Remain mm-hmm. respectful. You know, regardless of how the conversation starts or how it goes or where it goes, remember these are your parents, right? And you're gonna get you're gonna get a far better success talking to them with respect uh, rather than trying to talk to them condescendingly, mm-hmm. right? And so many times we often think to our parents, well, they should be doing this, and you need to start talking to them in a condescending type fashion. Guess what? Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's mm-hmm. gonna happen. So it's gotta right. have you gotta have you gotta have passion and reverence for your parents. And again, when you do that kind of stuff, you're more likely to have success and get stuff taken care of. Because the ultimate goal here is a conversation, not a monologue. That's right. Meaning a conversation. You don't want to talk down to your parents and you say everything. Have the conversation. So, man, I hope this was great to you. I hope this helps some people think through this. It's important to talk to your parents about this. Because if you're not talking to your parents about stuff, guess what? Some other people scammers are having conversations with your parents, right. and those are the people we don't want talking to your parents. Yep. So again, I hope this was great for you. It was great talking to you again, Eric. I'm oh, glad I you enjoyed it. Mexico. Yeah, and it until was great. next podcast, until next podcast, brother. I, I look forward to talking to you soon. Yeah, thanks, Scott. I, I appreciate you so much, and of course, 
the last thank you always goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to The Scotty Show with Scott Leonardi. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Scott comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And hey, share it with your parents. Maybe they'll know exactly why you're talking to them. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Complete Solutions, this is Eric Johnson reminding you it's time to get your ducks in a row. Thank you for listening to The Scotty Show. Remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Live life like it's your job. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Complete Solutions, Inc. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice, tax advice, or legal advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.